Rejoice, dear listener, for your endless march through the internet has finally produced something to add meaning to your empty, meandering existence. Your friends at Idiots Discuss the Universe are digging up musical gems of the past and deciding if they have any shine left or not. Welcome to Old Gold. No, these are uh, pretty sweet, though. It's important to stay hydrated. Thank you. Yeah, for, for uh, proper it. for proper podcasting. It's for important. proper potting. You got to stay hydrated. You got to keep the throat lubed. <laughs> <laughs> and we are all lubed up and mm-hmm. ready to roll for a super fun episode. A pounding, shall we say. <laughs> pounding. Uh, <laughs> an, an old fashioned pounding of um, podcasting, um, musical mm-hmm. retrospective. Pounding that we these love words. To call old gold. Old gold. Old gold, shall we say, is, is uh, probably not the safe word. I don't know what the safe word would be. For the podcast to make a stop. There's, is there a safe word for it's the podcast? It's usually like, I, I have to pee or something. <laughs> I have to pee probably is the safe word. That's but but we've got a fun one, Spenny. Because okay. there's a story. This is a band that I know that you're kind of like on the fence about to some uh-huh. degree. Um, you just kind of like, you respect but don't really care. Is it you it's, too? No. Oh. Uh, but it's kind of like, in, 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 in like on a certain like, care about it level like i think it's kind of similar for okay. you you know okay. the, the rolling stones oh yeah 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 it's now similar now the rolling stones there's a chance that if things had went differently for the rolling stones your attitude towards them would be very different right there Probably. was a, there was a period that we're going to talk about tonight in the late 70s where the brand of the Rolling Stones changed, right? But one thing that we can't forget, like all of the original like heavy metal dudes and all the hard rockers and all of them, the granddaddy of all of that, mm-hmm. all the way through like the early 70s up until say 74 or 75 was the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Led yeah. Zeppelin recorded their albums in the Rolling Stones mobile studio a lot of times. You know, yeah. um, like Ian Ian Stewart, um, p- who played with the Rolling Stones, played with uh, Led Zeppelin, and yeah. they were all like buddies, and they all looked up to him. And it's arguable that the Rolling Stones, all they never trans trans uh, went up into went up into heavy metal. They did establish that kind of attitude that was really heavily drawn on especially from that british metal scene yeah and they were like hard rock dudes that made that kind of okay and they were very much looked up to by zeppelin and black sabbath Mm -hmm. and all of those guys you know what i'm saying but they were more on the traditional blues and rhythm and blues and that sort of thing you know they were more like traditionalists rather than the metal guys but again, like the metal guys were just kind of making it a little heavier of right. what the Rolling Stones were doing, right. arguably, yeah. you know. But something changed in the late 70s, and it seemed great, you know. Um, things kind of had had switched up a little bit, and the hard rock thing was kind of like fading. After mm-hmm. like 75, disco was kind of on the rise, mm-hmm. and... Um, 
you know, Zeppelin had kind of fallen off. You know, they were having all their problems and the albums weren't coming out and they weren't as great as they were. Um, Black Sabbath was being Black Sabbath at that time and it was just on the fucking rails. Um, that was bef- the, before Ozzy's solo career and like the end. You know, it was really kind of the ugly period of that. Um, things were kind of like falling apart as far as the hard rock heavy metal thing goes. And so the Rolling Stones decided to stay and they were like the biggest band in the world still arguably. You know, they're the biggest band in the world for like 15 years or something like that. Um they came out with one of their classic albums, right? And uh, the... Um, Exile on Main Street? No, no, that was earlier, 71. Uh, this is one of their classic albums, Some Girls. Okay. Which yeah. it's the one with the album that you pull out and all the faces change in the ad. It's really a hmm. pretty cool, pretty cool couple, pretty great album. It's got like When the Whip Comes Down, Beast of Burden. Okay. Lots of classic, just classic regular Rolling Stone songs. Mm-hmm. But it also included this problematic song, right? Sympathy? Um, no, no, not Sympathy <laughs> for the Devil. Um, it is a song that um, Mick Jagger and, Char- and Charlie Watts and stuff. Mick Jagger at this time was like a huge celebrity, and he was going to all the discos all right. around like New York and London and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So he's like, okay, Keith, I think, and actually there's rumors that Keith Richards was actually away like doing something else and they were all the rest of them were all there recording <laughs> they're like why don't we do this song that i've written and it's kind of like a disco song and if you understand like kind of the musical politics of the late 70s like if you're a hard rock fan at that time right if there, and it, there's nothing that you can do, right? So just yeah. imagine that you're like a hard rock fan and you love like the Stones and Alice Cooper and Led Zeppelin and Leonard Skinner and that whole like guitar rock yeah. fucking yeah. guitar god thing. Yeah. You love it all, right? And the Rolling Stones, even though they've never really had like the, a, a guitar, even though Keith Richards is like aesthetically the guitar god, he's yeah. not really like play-wise a guitar god. Yeah. But the way that the the guitars go together in the Rolling Stones is really like just yeah. chef's kiss as far as like He's rock got music swag goes. For sure. And, and and they do incorporate two guitars in just such an effective way mm-hmm. throughout their career. And it, it's really pretty amazing with a various cast of different guitarists that it's always worked really well and he's always made that work yeah he's arguably one of the greatest rhythm guitarists of all bob weir him there's a few rhythm guitarists that are just like above and beyond and keith richards would be one of those you know i think is he straddling he is he straddling yeah i would put him up there yeah Um, but anyway Um, yeah but just imagine that you're one of those dudes fucking driving around in your 77 camaro that, okay. that you just got for graduation for $3,000 or whatever <laughs> it is. Uh-huh. And fucking just driving out towards the drive-in, going to go shoot off some fireworks and drink Ooh. some malt liquor. God, and then maybe like get laid time. in the back seat while you're watching King Kong. God, take me back. <laughs> take me back. And you bought, and, and, and it's a special date, and you're going to go pick her up, and you buy the new Rolling Stones album that came out that day, and you put it in, and the first song is the song "Miss You," that's, which that's is the, the one that we're going to listen to. It's the first track on the album, and this is, and you're expecting what you're expecting, and this is what you get. So let's listen to it, and then we'll come back and um, share our thoughts.
Miss You off of Some Girls from 78. 78, yeah. Right. So you're heavy metal, heavy metal, hard rock dude. All right, I'm just, ready. Just rocking and dazed and conf- doing the dazed confused thing, living it, muscle cars, all that. And then you're expecting that and you put in the, new, yeah. Rolling, the new Rolling Stone 8 track. Woo! And this is what you hear. I'm excited for this new Stones. I'm going <laughs> to, oh, I'm going to smooch old Bessie real good tonight. <laughs> She's she's easier than them other gals, so Debbie. Debbie, Debbie. would be a more Sorry. appropriate age Sorry. for Debbie. that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Debbie. Bessie's more like nineteen thirties <laughs> or livestock. Uh yeah. Well I, I didn't specify her uh old 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 Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, old Elizabeth Marjorie. Martha. <laughs> old Martha. All right, here we go. <laughs> With your high pants and your and your and your, and your straw hat, yeah, out out a court, well, out a courtin. Well, Martha, <laughs> I sure do like holding your hand. <laughs> and then this comes on. I would back then have like secretly enjoyed it, but known I wasn't supposed to and been like, oh, I can't tell any of my friends that I like this song. I know that we're all going to decide that this is bad. Right. They did because I can hear the disco in it and disco is for, you know, disco's killing rock and roll. Right. You know, we can't have that. Sure. And here we have the stones doing disco. Doing disco. But it's not quite it's not. all the way disco. It's it's just the rhythm section, right? As it's far that as four on the it's that four on the floor thing yeah. that sounds very disco and the bass, which the bass line is fucking sick. I I oh, never dude. listened to the bass line that closely. Oh yeah, it's 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 absolutely great. Um, there's a lot of interesting things about this song, I guess, as far as music goes. Like the guys that are playing the horns in it are all from King Crimson. Mm. Um. Really, the guy that's playing the harmonica, which if you literally listen to the harmonica in it, it's amazing how he's like shifting keys and doing all this weird stuff. It's mm. it's really odd playing, but it's also just super masterful. And this was just a guy they found playing in the subway uh, in Paris. 
Oh, wow. And he was from the States. I can't remember what his name was, but they had this kid that was like, whatever, 19 years old or whatever, uh, come and play harmonica on this song. Cool. You know, um, so that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, um, and of course, Keith Richards is in, in this. You know, he's singing in the back, the background, right. doing all and, and doing the rhythm guitar and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But I, I do, like, I think it's still a Stone song. Yeah. And like, but the, you can tell that they were nervous, you know, because the next song is like when the whip comes down, I think, on this album, and it is just like super, just like a stones, like fucking yeah. as hard as they go, you know. But it does have a lot of the problematic stuff that was rearing up in the mid '70s with the Stones, because you can hear it in like Mick Jagger's vocals a lot of times, because mm-hmm. he sang things straight pretty much through the '60s and the early '70s. And he started to take on these weird personas in songs at times, where he would like affect an accent. Yeah. And hey, man, a, what's going on over there? Why well, it's like to meet you? Yeah, Some and shit. he was kind of like doing this like Puerto Rican, like you know, it's kind of like a Scarface sort of feel to the guy that he's when he's singing this, you know. And he does another song off this album where he sounds like real Texas. You know, hmm. but he doesn't sound real Texas, but he's trying, yeah, you know, and it's a weird. country song huh. and it's just real weird and theatrical and over the top. And this album was great. And I think that it did kind of like they're like, OK, this is kind of cool and, and, and interesting and like a one off like Sergeant Pepper's experiment kind of thing, because there's enough of what we like in here that we really like, you know, because Beast of Burdens in there. There's some classic stone stone yeah. songs in it. And then there's some weird shit. You know, yeah. and I think people were like, okay, this is kind of a weird thing, but maybe they'll go back to being like the Stones. And um, the next album that came out is called Emotional Rescue. And now this song, which I also love for different reasons, is kind of the deal breaker. You know, it's kind of like Mick is now like a superstar he doesn't really want to be like the hard rock person anymore. He mm-hmm. wants to be like that 80s pop Dancing thing. Dancing in the Rain. He know, yeah, he wants to he wants to be with David Bowie and yeah. dance in the rain. Yeah. He wants to wear neon shirts and he wants to he sees what the 80s cuz Mick Jagger's that way. He mm-hmm. sees like what's he, he majored in marketing and economics before he started the Stones. I mean, the dude knows what he's doing yeah. and he could see what was coming. And he's like, what we are is not the thing that we yeah. want to be in another four years or we want to remain like current. Right. Cause that, that retrospective nostalgia tour thing that they pretty much invented so they could continue to make just more money than Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, um, hadn't hadn't started yet you had to remain current right. you know they were they're trying to remain current you yeah. know and this is like this they're 20 years in they're 15 years in and they're like oh shit tastes are changing and we got to do something mm-hmm. and so a lot of that things comes to the fruition of this next album and then you know tattoo you and start me up you know those songs and yeah. that, that sort of thing but Listen. at that time they beca- it, it during start me up i argue even though that is like a great stone song they are a pop band at that point they okay. are no longer even like a ha- hard rock band they're kind of like a pop 80s style rock band at that point right you know? and this is like the next one that kind of like took all those hard rock fans and just they just kind of went other ways so you know? this old gold today is about the death of the stones just the change of the stones because they went for another 40 years no well, yeah then it's not the death i guess it's not it's the like... death but it's kind of the end of the cool stones yeah you know like if, if when i love the stones love the stones 
and I do love this last little hiccup at the end, but like seriously, like Tattoo You is the begin is the end yeah. kind of for me. Yeah. It's like a barely listenable album, um, hmm. with a couple good songs, and then the one before that is even less so that thing but like some girls is kind of like the last masterpiece is emotional rescue that's what i'm looking at emotional rescue and this is another another disco-esque stone song whoa sorry this is another disco-esque stone song but it's got like even more of the falsetto singing and you'll just see let's check it out and then and then we'll come back and say goodbye to everybody okay yeah let's check it we might need to be emotionally rescued <laughs> That's fun. It's fun to watch you go downhill on one of them, but it does have a lot of great things about it. It does. Um, the bass in it is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. truly. I mean, uh, yeah, Bill is, is Bill is really earning his keep these he years. Really here. And it, he really is. He really is. He's in my. He's holding the whole thing together. Charlie and Bill, like the the rhythm section, are just yeah. pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It's all just. It's all done pretty well, but like Mick Jagger is out of control. <laughs> Mick Jagger's out of control. He's out of control, but I also thought the um, replacement of guitars with like synths in this was not mm-hmm. not the yeah. move. Whatever that little plinky thing was in my right but, ear, bling, bling, bling. it just but sounded. It, but, it, so... but it was the move. You know, yeah, that was the move at the time. You know no, I get it, but I just you know I think that this could have been like a cool Rolling Stone song if maybe like this is this is what I was expecting. When you prefaced "Miss You," you see what oh, I'm saying? Oh, gotcha. I was like, because I know "Miss You," and I already put that in like Rolling Stones classic territory, right? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, this song, you know, I was like, this is what I was more expecting, where it's a little more disco. Like they they're clearly trying to ape it, like from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, with the high. You know, he's trying to sound like a you know BG. like a. Yeah, exactly, like yeah. a BG, and and they replace the guitars with synths and keyboards and whatnot. Yeah, even you know. though there is quite a bit of guitar in there. Yeah, 
But I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is more. just a much more of a, like a BG song. Yeah. You know, and the like other one B-side. was more of like a, yeah. It had like, it was kind of 50-50. The other one's like a 50-50 and this is like a 80-20. Yeah, exactly. You know. Tip the scales for me. Yeah. And that was, and it tipped the scales in a bigger way for a lot of other people. Yeah. You know, and it did kind of move them. I mean, in a way like Tattoo You was an album that they tried to bring, Start Me Up was an attempt to bring back that hard rock thing, you know, to kind of like recapture it all, you know, before they went into nostalgia mode, you know, right. and it worked in that sense yeah. pretty well you know they had like i think it was number one or number two or something like I that mean, that's a huge song yeah. yeah i think this song was number one or number two really yeah oh yeah oh yeah this uh. was a this was a, this was a pretty big hit um wow. but yeah that's that's kind of like the reason why the stones um as far as like rock lore aren't like more heralded in the hard rock arena mm. than um they should be mm-hmm. you know because they really should be, you know, in a way like that five piece band sort of thing, like the bad boy, you know, they took it in that direction that, um, yeah. the seventies relied on, right. you know, and they did that as contrary to the Beatles, you know, and they kind of like established that bad boy outlaw biker gang, right. or whatever it was, black magic, all of that was mm-hmm. already been done in the late sixties, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then they just kind of, you know, no, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll give it up to him. I uh, you at know. least as far as like this, um, maybe not musically entirely, like I said, but like that whole like ambiance and that generating that fan base that liked that aesthetic, that rock yeah. band aesthetic sort of thing. Yeah, that just lend itself to people like Jimmy Page, right. or like you know, um, Ozzy. Or right. any of those sort of folks, and, and they weren't like too far after. But it, what was the first Stones album like? Sixty four or something? Six. Well, they were they've been together since like sixty three, sixty two, or sixty three. Okay. And I think the first they came out with the Beatles in the first years yeah. of the Beatles. I think sixty three was the first Stones, or maybe it was early, early sixty four. But it was within a few months of the Beatles. They, yeah. They put out their first thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I would I got to give it up to them, and and they're always a band that. Um, I do enjoy more as I get older, you know, like it's just one of those things where they rely, I think, a lot more on like attitude and vibe and swagger, Mm -hmm. you know, over necessarily like compositional it's excellence. No, it's 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 messy. It's messy. It's It's all messy. And that's the kind of the idea of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I think I think even when I was in high school, there was a division between the people who were like Beatles mm-hmm. and the people who were like Stones. You right. know, right? And right. at least in my general friend group, I was on the Beatles side because I was like, well, <laughs> right? How is there any competition? You know what right. I mean? Right. But but and then I looked at the Stones people and I was like, You and your jean jacket and you think you're so fucking cool. See, interesting. So I think you know? back in the day you would have been a Stones person. I I probably would have, yeah. Like if I was in the sixties, like, I probably would have. With, with almost without a without doubt. Without a doubt, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt you'd have been a Stones person. Yeah, but I don't know. For whatever reason I was like, Well the I mean the Beatles, well, you know. yeah. It's just I like, mean, like as far as like a 
it's just hard to be like the second best band to the Beatles at any other time. Right. Like even after the Beatles broke up and the Stones immediately took like the, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. It, it was, it's a tough deal. It, you also forget that, well, you, not that you personally, but think we tend to forget now that the Stones sounded fresh at that time because they were the first ones to be going back and just blatantly oh, stealing yeah. from the old records. Right. But again, like if you listen to the old records and you consider yourself kind of like a music nerd or whatever, the Stones sounded more authentic than the Beatles sounded. Mm. You know, the Beatles sounded right. like whitewashed and right. turned into a pop thing. Oh, right. And, and where the be- where the Stones still had that dirty yeah. dance hall yeah. bar sort of sound to them where it was messy and it was the blues. Right. You know. And so yeah, that was a big part of their their counter appeal if you want to yeah. you want to say it in like kind of the 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 dark side of the the yin and yang of rock and roll like as that went. You know, but they did kind of try to like as they were forced towards the middle, they did sort to try to jump back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, because as rock became heavier and harder and more extreme, they found themselves moving more. You know, they were no longer the bad boys, but at one time they were like the entire bad boys of rock and roll yeah. thing. You yeah. know, they got arrested for they got arrested. Right. They didn't stop. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like pretty cool yeah it was it was they were the only show in town as far as that went yeah you know and um they blazed some trails for sure sure keith richards didn't get those wrinkles for nothing baby i'll tell you what (laughs) fuck man that guy is an old piece of leather and i want to talk a little bit about in the second song just the topic of the lyrics did you listen to that at all i couldn't fully make out a lot of it i know he's coming to emotional it is such a weird like just approach to like codependence Uh, you know it is almost like i can see that you are psychologically damaged and perhaps like lost in some way mm -hmm. and i'm gonna come in and feed off of that and turn you into like my my you know what i'm saying it's it's very very weird Hmm. you know i'm a knight in shining armor driving across the desert on a fine Arab charger is so weird to do. Yeah. But if you listen to like what the situation is, and I almost think, like I've never been able to be sure, but I think that the high voice is supposed to be the female in the story. Oh, okay. Which adds an extra creep factor it's to it. It's mostly high, though. It's mostly cocaine high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This song is like, after like Panama, like one of the most cocained out songs. Oh, you give me enough cocaine, <laughs> I can see the song turning out to be real great. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll. Uh, this, this just makes me like the Stones more, though. Ultimately, yeah, no, it's a whole it's a whole wonderland to explore. Yeah, I mean, they even had like a Sergeant Pepper's album, which is just pretty fantastic, but it's just total psychedelic rock. Which one is that? Um, Her Satanic Majesty's Request. Uh, it's just totally um, like a flower power type of acid yeah. rock. Yeah, it's 
It's crazy. All right, cool. But it's got some cool fucking songs on it and then some stuff that doesn't quite work. And that's when Keith Richards was like, fuck this. And we're going, <laughs> we're going. Yeah. And then they made their best stuff really pretty oh, much as a okay. reaction after that. Because gotcha. it's a mixed thing. You know, like Flower Power was in. You know right. what I'm saying? So he wanted to be like the Beatles because right. the Beatles were like that was the, the thing. And right. he's always been like that. You know? See, I think that's a thing that I maybe haven't liked about the stones mm-hmm. is i th- i guess i do get that sense is like while they are like the bad boys you know they're also like a, a the most sort of corporate-y or like they just do have that marketing vibe of like we know what's cool and we're good at doing that and we're pretty kind of and well they're well kinda they kind of again like you kind of look at it and you kind of see like the Beatles started like Apple Music or the Apple the Apple company, mm. right? Uh-huh. And that went so bankrupt so quick because they had no business sense. Again, right. like Mick Jagger is the dude that has like the um, business acumen. He's like, we need a logo. What about the lips and the and, right. and the tongue thing? You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that it's the Rolling Stones around right. the yeah. world. Yeah. It's just like right, it's right up there with fucking Batman. I mean, everybody yeah. knows what that is. Yeah. And True. he did all of that stuff, and it kind—he of, was kind of like the, one of the first dudes to realize that, like the marketing and the tours and the endorsements and the celebrity of it could be monetized as well, right. because that's really where he's coming from. You know, I mean, he's yeah. an economics dude. Yeah, you know, no, clearly they're shrewd. He's a shrewd business, and person. they were like the first band to get T-shirts at concerts. You know, the mm. first band to get like merch. I mean, they pioneered a lot of that stuff you know yeah. first of all because they were huge and they could kind of afford that overhead but again like they thought of it kind of you know and yeah. um utilized it yeah and uh, the whole industry kind of followed them and yeah. that's why now they like oh yeah we're gonna have, we'll just have cores pay for everything and then we'll do like we'll just sell all their you know saying they're they're making so much money because they're just they've just got it worked into their Dialed. thing they yeah. were on the bottom floor in a way that nobody else would ever have the opportunity to do ever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty shrewd. Pretty shrewd. But there is reasons, you know, there's reasons to like um be suspect, you know. Well, it's not like suspect, but I guess the 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 creativity aspect, like just the music alone, mm-hmm. it does seem like undoubtedly there Keith Richards awesome songwriter. You know, yeah. whether or not he's taking heavy, heavy influence or whatever the fuck stealing. Right. Um, but there is an element of kind of like following what's cool in the moment, you right. know, mm-hmm. which I don't think is necessarily bad in and of itself. Sure. But, you know, it kind of like lends itself to like, well, you know, what are you guys really about? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. so. Um, whereas like with the Beatles, it felt like there was just this trajectory where it's like, we're, we're getting trippy, mate. Sorry. You know? Well, I don't know. I mean, there was, there was great, uh, I I see the Beatles and the Stones very similar as the battle between those two personalities. Right. I mean, John Lennon wanted to write experimental art rock. Right. You know, and Paul McCartney wanted to write show tunes. Right. And together they came up with like the Beatles, you know what I'm saying? But it was always a fight between those two things, you mm-hmm. know, and the Beatles were really good at because they had George Martin there to be like, okay, we're balancing it this way, yeah. you know, so the albums came out as Beatles albums. Right. But um, 
the stones in a way didn't have that because they jumped from different people doing you know working with whoever was hot at the time or whatever it was or whatever they were doing to to, to change things up right. and so they would get like these points where like this is mix album oh yeah rather than this is keith's album right either way right yeah and then there's albums that are everybody. There's Brian's albums. Because mm-hmm. up until a certain point, it was Brian Wilson that kind of ran the band. He was the George Martin that said, like, we're a blues, rock, hard rock band. Yeah. We're going to write No Satisfaction. We're going to write Under My Thumb. We're going to write all the classics of the early, that mid-60s period. You know, and then he went to sleep in the swimming pool, and it was over. And um, then it was those two kind of balancing it back and forth, you know. And... Keith was initially the person that had the right instinct, and so they just went with that for a long time. Yeah. But when things started to kind of get shaky, because it had gotten shaky, like, you know, get your yah-yahs out, and a lot of the things in the 70s, they were huge. Mm-hmm. But, like, they could tell that, like, oh, we're not as huge as we really should be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, things are kind of, we need to switch something up mm-hmm. in 78. And so they came out with, with, like, that weird mix of all these different ideas, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then they kind of made their decision. Like, we're just going to kind of, like, double down on, like, this, um, I don't know, with emotional rescue. And then I think they're like, no, we could just play the oldies. Yeah. We, like, we've got enough oldies, and we can sell out concerts everywhere. Yeah. And they only put out, like, another, like, four albums after, like, Tattoo You. Or really? F- full albums. Very, very few. Huh. And by the time that you were, you know, just an eye, uh, just a string in your dad's pants. Like they were so corporate, done rock. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like their new album was just like a side thought. You know right. what I'm saying? Like we're gonna go on tour, but no one's going to the tour to watch Steelers Wheels songs. You know, I've I've seen the Stones. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was one of my uh. first uh, birthday presents. I was. Uh, Motley Crue opened up for the Rolling Stones. Okay, okay. They always had great openers. I mean, they made a lot of bands with their openers. Yeah. Um, No, where was was it at? Up in Seattle? No, Moda. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah, to live in a city. Yeah. Yeah. That was, they were still like in their 60s at that time, so it was probably okay. They were dancing around. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. And, you know, I bet it was a big, a big, great show. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, I. Uh, but it's well past. It's old men rocking out. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Like, it was. Yeah, that's a cool birthday present for sure. It was awesome. But it sounds like a birthday present to your dad too, sorta. Yeah, yeah, I think kind so. Of, kind of mostly to your dad. How old were you? I was in like sixth grade, maybe fifth, oh. fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, it still kind of sounds. It sounds like a gift to your dad too. <laughs> yeah, it was a good outing and a fun memory and all that sort totally. of stuff. Totally. But um, you didn't know really all the songs. And, no, you know, no, no, no. Yeah. I knew the big ones. You knew though. Motley Crue. I knew Motley Crue. Yeah, I was more stoked for Motley yeah, Crue. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was pretty good. It yeah. was better. It was before like the dive. Vince Neil still looked kind of you know okay. <laughs> he, re- he he looked like somewhat there human. Still, there was still spandex strong enough to keep, <laughs> to, keep to keep that yeah. to keep that contained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was still spandex. Um, you know, uh, Mick Mars hadn't fully turned into a scoliosis uh, skeleton man. <laughs> he could still his frame could still support the weight of a guitar. <laughs> um, 
Tommy poor, Lee. Poor Mick Mars. Yeah, poor Mick. He started. He was. He was like 82 when the band started. I know. He's <laughs> he's really amazing. remarkable. He really is amazing. Yeah. He's like one of those Civil War veterans. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you 112? Why? Well, you know, I took like 30 years off after the Civil War. Yeah. yeah no, Mick. He's amazing. No, he's he's great. Um, but. <laughs> And Nikki Six was, you know, there and stuff. Yeah. And he was sober. That's sober. Sober, s- sober six. Sober six. And yeah. I mean, same with Tommy Lee. Yeah, that's amazing. Tommy Lee just looks the same. He's the one who just like kind of got away with the whole thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, and the uh, rest of them all just husks. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a cool show. And so yeah, I remember seeing the Stones and they, they wow. killed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never wanted. I never wanted to spring for the Stones just because they were they were always old, always old. You know, I had a really couple expensive. opportunities to drive down to Denver and maybe try to get a ticket to the Stones and everything. But the problem with ticket, the problem with concerts in Denver, is that you're kind of like fighting against all the surrounding states for right. like the extra tickets that Denver doesn't buy up like right away. Yeah, and it's you know just kind of ridiculous. Um, expensive. expensive so yeah. they can just really gate gouge you and you're like at the end of the football field and it's seriously like so far away yeah. and i don't know it, it just like for that kind of shit like you got to really really want it to make it worth it yeah. when i when you're living in casper so i just never never did it and i don't know that i guess maybe they've come through a couple times but it's just so old they're just so old yeah but in 2000 and what was that that was Two thousand five, maybe, two thousand six. They were he- heading towards their fiftieth. Was that their? No, that was their fortieth, forty third year, or Some, something, something like, like that. that yeah. So kind of like Iron Maiden when we saw them. Yeah. In that same sort of area. Yeah. Yeah. Where That's it's awesome. Like, That's awesome, actually. Yeah. That, that would have been a great show. No, I was. Yeah, I. I you just jogged my memory of it because I mean my. Um, yeah. You, I'm sure you didn't hear either of these songs because I don't think they've played. They've only played "Emotional Rescue" once, I think, ever live, and then "Miss You." I don't think they've played for. Yeah, "Miss You" maybe, maybe I don't know. They, they kind of medley that one in sometimes. Yeah, because I mean that's big. Like that's a big song. Yeah, I'd say it's t- second tier Stone songs. Yeah, it is second tier, but it's still like soundtracks and all all sorts of soundtracks and. Really, like ooh, what? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. I just how do I know that song so well? Like, I don't I know. I hear it and I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know really anything that's used it. Yeah, I'd be probably inter- like I'd every be Martin inter- Scorsese movie. To, no, 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 not really. No, not that I've ever I mean, noticed. Okay, we can. Well, let's look it up. Let's ask Google. Hey Google, what uh, miss you? Yeah, I can't think of any time that I've ever Rolling heard. Stones. Sound track. Maybe if I just look up the Wikipedia page for the song. I'm sure there's a wiki page yeah, for it. That's how you know when you're a big band is when one of your songs has a Wikipedia page. Yeah. You know. That is kind of a graduation moment, I'm oh, sure. Huge. I mean, first it's album. Once it, once you're a band that is has it, is albums. It, is it album or before or after individual members? Cause album because that, that would before. be that, that would be a tier. Oh, so album before. I think album would be before. And then uh, maybe not though. It's like right at the same time. Mm-hmm, it is. It's a similar thing where people what, are starting to would care. You, what would you be more proud of? Like, would you would you be happier? Like, let's say that like 
the odious got to that point that they had like you know they have a Wikipedia they have a Wikipedia page right don't they? I don't think so. Oh, well, listen, they get the Wikipedia page. I should I could I could make you a Wikipedia page. So I'll make it you. make you a Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, you you have to read it before you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> we would need sources on yeah. a lot of my stuff that I would put in there. <laughs> <laughs> Citation needed. But we could do the odious, and then um, would you the be more proud? Would you be more proud if you got like links to the albums first, or if it was just Spencer Lynn? It would just be like Spencer Lynn would get highlighted and everybody else would still be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What would make you happier? Um, I already know because uh, you went, because you laughed and said, yeah, 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 after, <laughs> after the one where it was just your name. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean. You don't need to answer. It's fine. That, that that's <laughs> The body language tells me all, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not going to tell you what I'm seeing, uh, but you can probably guess. No, I mean, yeah, okay. What do you want me to say? I want the personal page, okay? But here's how I would actually want it. Here's how I would actually want it to shake down, where I can have my cake and eat it, too. Because you, you were going to pay me off already to write this Wikipedia page. Such a such a such a double crosser. Even though he's like, "Oh, the news is fake," but I will totally pay you to write it. Write a Wikipedia that article. Goddamn fake news. <laughs> but by the but, way, but I was wondering if we could. Uh, we need to run uh, offense uh, for this uh, story. We need to get ahead of this, Johnson. We need to get ahead of this story, Johnson. Not afraid to work in the jungle that he lives <laughs> no, in. No, I just want right. in. You know, that's why I'm pissed. Illuminati, let me in. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I have no morals. Just let me in. <laughs> no, I have morals, but you know, not they're not that strong. And so, and the, what what he does have is very malleable. They're very malleable. Yeah. I could be convinced of a lot. So yeah. you know, just let me in, and I'll stop complaining to other people about you. That's, well, seriously, yeah, we've got we've got listeners that are coming from everywhere. So maybe yeah. there are some people with the with the inside. If you were with the but naughty. Even if, but if but the problem with the Illuminati, like if you get an email from someone saying that they're in the Illuminati <laughs> and they'd like to interview you. It immediately you just don't want to do that. That is true. Usually they don't do that. They don't. Yeah. So uh, you have to like you have to get to like Illuminati adjacent positions. Right. It's only ever like in person or maybe yeah someone shows up. We should we should join a golf club. Ooh, that's good. Or maybe even the Masons. No, the golf club is first, then Masons, because right. that's how you meet the Masons is at the golf club. <laughs> and you have to be see? invited by a Mason. See? See? Yeah. I know. There I know these is. things. Yeah. It's my backup plan. Well, the Masons are nervous. They're actually really looking for recruits right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting kind of like sparse. Yeah. They've got yeah. some had some bad press, probably. Yeah, they've had some bad press. Yeah, but oops, they've got lots of secrets that need they got a lot of secrets that need tending through the uh, the coming apocalypse. That's true. So, That's so true. You could you your um, I'll tend. You could you I'll could tend. you could breed a race of mole men to to, 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 <laughs> we'll to keep them we'll the information <laughs> safe. The underground vaults. Yeah. Who better who better to ban the underground right. vaults? We can't see. Yeah. So. We don't even want to go upstairs now. Right, exactly. No, we ready. would be great for it. It'd be great. Um, but no, what I was going to say really quick is that uh, I think I would rather the album Wikipedia page first, oh, right? Okay, okay. Because really, what that means is is the personal ones caught on the heels, right? In, in my, in my, if I had I my druthers, because we get the album one first, boom. Boom, it's a, an important work on its own. And uh-huh. then people are like, oh my gosh, well, who made it? And the only one that's highlighted. It says all of everybody's names, but the only one that anybody cares about 
<laughs> it's highlighted, and there's a, like a beautiful picture. It's your boy. All right. And it's not that I want it that way. It's just how it shook down. You uh-huh. know, I'm so sorry. No, yeah, Patty, maybe you could get your mom to write one for you, you know. Um <laughs> No, Jeremy, I'm sure I'm sure Nana would write up a, a glowing Wikipedia for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm such a I love being an asshole. Come on. Is Jeremy an odious? Oh, you're thinking the other band. You're thinking of Grimsalva. Yeah, but no, he's involved no, in all no, of it. No matter, no matter how it plays out, you would really want to be the first one to be highlighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't care. I really don't. Even if I said, like, you know, if I just made one that said, like, Spencer Lynn is from West Lynn, Oregon, <laughs> and he is a super cucky dude. <laughs> Even that, I think, would be fun uh, <laughs> because that's something. And it would just be citation needed. I should really actually get... He is the cuck lord of West Lid. You know what I should do? What? I should get all of my friends like put out a social media thing <laughs> where it's like they all go edit and make a Wikipedia page for me that's just full of just lies and filth. No, we need and secondary like, sources. They is that, what you, need to, they is need that to, what you need? Yeah, you need blogs that you can cite. Uh, so you need to find like your blog right. army. Yeah, this would be a great episode for like YouTube, um, uh, idiots discuss the universe, where we get you a Wikipedia page. Yeah, you know that what I'm saying? That's cool. a, that's like a fun like yeah. you know trying to call people, videotape you talking to your friends. Like, yeah. so what I need you to do is like start a blog. Yeah, and then in the blog you can <laughs> say whatever you want about me. Just right. make sure that you. You, you, you write it, it about yeah. me, right? Yeah. So we can cite you as a, right. as, as a, a source. primary source. Exactly. Right. That's, that's all you that's need, That's what I we guess. need, because we're going to try to get myself a Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why do you want a Wikipedia page? They're like, don't you like, worry hey, about that. You, shut up. You worry about what you're going to write yeah. in that blog. Hey, I gave <laughs> you your job, okay? <laughs> you got your job. Oh, there would be mutiny. There would be mutiny. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which ones I would spring that on. No, I, there's a couple who would just steal my idea because that's just kind of those are that's what they do. They would they hear my good ideas and then they're like, oh, we're going to do that, which is fine. I would do that, too, if I were bad at coming up with good ideas. You know, what do you mean um, your good ideas? My good idea. Craig's good ideas, whatever. You're stealing um, my good idea. No, my it was my idea for the Wikipedia. You're one of those page. guys that steals the guy's good ideas, <laughs> no, aren't you? I'm not. Aren't you? No, I'm not. But they would just they would hear it's our. Always, it's always the thieves that suspect everybody else they're, they're stealing. That's true. That is yeah. true. But that's all right. I mean, you should steal good ideas when you hear them. Is that life yeah. is short? Yeah, I guess so. So I guess I can't hold it against them. But no, I would. I would. But tell. we would just you just refuse to write their blogs. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we could do part of our show about you calling the people that they call to write their blogs to tell them not to write their <laughs> blogs. <laughs> hey, yeah, just you, I mean, you. it's fine if they eventually get something like that, but like mostly, I want it to be about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, give them six months. You know, give me six months head start. I came up with the idea first, or yeah. really, my friend Craig did, but that doesn't matter. I, it's my the, idea. They'll admit it. Craig's Craig's doing the show. Craig's We're doing, doing the show. a show. Yeah, you know, yeah. Seriously, it'd be great. I think yeah. I think that's good content. I think so too. Yeah, that does sound like get spending on Wikipedia, spendpedia, <laughs> and just fill it full of lies. <laughs> no, it's all it's all it's all sourced. Right, excuse me. Well, Filler we're, full of sourced we're, truths. We're, we're sourcing. <laughs> we're sourcing all we're of it. We're sourcing all of it. Right. Yeah. And I think we can get into odious one of no problem. 
I think so. There's enough yeah. blog articles. Right, uh, and there's been reviews. It's been reviewed and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I think we could probably get the odious um, Wikipedia up with the ba- with 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 the album ones too. I think. Yeah. And then we just got to work on like your personal one to make it is just as awful and yeah. horrible as possible. Yeah. Born in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I would want yeah. to. Yeah. I would want it to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's broken so many hearts that he can't even keep track of their names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, a... <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, we can. Uh. No, it depends on what the people write. See, that's the thing right. is it's not dependent on the, on what you want. Damn it. Yeah. See, that's the rolling of the dice. I, that's I what changed makes, my mind. That's what makes it fun. I changed my mind about the fake news. That's what makes it fun. I it's like free. fake news. You can only get the fake news that you can afford. <laughs> that might, that's why you get the fake. You get the fake news you that's deserve. That's why I get the real news. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. That's why I get the real dry facts because I can't afford any real fake news. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you'll get just bad fake news. They're gonna lie for sure. Yeah. We asked Patty to write you like a bio <laughs> that I can cite for a Wikipedia <laughs> That'd page. Be funny. He would come up with some fucking wacky shit. He would. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't think any of them will write you a straight bio. Maybe the ones that, I would have to maybe do the ones that really don't want to do I it. I would have to do it. I'm the only one who knows. It's a yeah. true struggle. We could quote you. No, here's what we should we do. Could, we could I'll just quotes. start a blog spot. Right? Uh-huh. Just a blogspot.com and it's just one it's just there's one post and it's just me in like free form autobiographical <laughs> rambling. It's like there's gotta be some sort of standard that this doesn't already exist on Wikipedia. There's gotta be. Yeah. Right? There's gotta be some <laughs> there's gotta be standards. I hope there. so. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay. I'm really hoping so because I think it's most people's mm-hmm. just where they go for truth. Because if there aren't, man, there are so many times I'm searching around for stuff and I look for things that don't have links. And like I know something about that, and I could write the link, and then guess what? I'm the source of information. You're I could, the source. I could be the fake news. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're all fake news. At the end of the day, this was know? all true today. Old gold. That's right. It was all true. All and true, I thank, baby. And I thank you, Spenny, for for hosting it with me. Woo-hoo! And I thank everybody out there in podcast land for listening to you it. You guys are great. Um. And we've got a Patreon that loves to take your money, and you mm-hmm. can just find that it's so easy. It's this ridiculous for me to even explain it to you. Again. Exclusive content and, on there, uh, and then what else? It's just like pure love everywhere else on the internet. Yeah, so everywhere like, get, you go, get, get on that internet and check find, out our YouTube page. Us. That's something. That's something that exists. We're still not on Facebook. We were back on Facebook for like. 12 minutes no, the I other keep day. Saying this, this is a good. It thing. was like 12 minutes, and it was just such a cesspool. I just, I just turned it off yeah, again no, no, so no, no, no. i i, We're I not apologize everybody we're leaving it behind yeah and and so should you all so. yeah i think it's done i think it's done it, it, it it'll exist as like a fun the thing problem your grandma is goes the on. problem is it's like grandmas and aunts and cousins and stuff like my family like uses it for like you know what i'm saying like well, i yeah, don't that's i don't fine. I, I know but it's but it's not well, but that's what it is because now. It's, it's polluted. It's like kind of yeah. like, oh, this is the stream of my childhood, and there is a bum picking a fucking turd in it, and look at all this industrial no. waste now. You know what I'm saying? But that would be the reason to be on it. Right. But the rest of it's just garbage. It's yeah. so bad garbage. 
Yeah. No, yeah. it's I don't know. It's just turned into no fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um makes Instagram sad. is hot on its heels. Yeah, it makes me sad. All social media is just kind of like a bad scene except for it does, because at times it was fun. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Facebook was a fucking Facebook was, was fun. So fun for All a while. Right. Facebook Dude. was I remember Facebook in high school when it first came out when the adults still didn't really know. <laughs> And boy, howdy, did we have a blast on there. It, is, it was so fun for a few yeah. years, dude. Yeah. I was just like, it was great. Yeah, and, there was no censorship. Um, you could call your friends. Uh, and it was just again and again like people you hadn't seen for like, well, for me, you know, it was people oh, yeah. you hadn't seen for like 15, 20 years, but like through them, like you're like, oh shit, it's like the, the girl that I was friends with in my algebra class in like eighth grade. I remember her name, but now we're like, we're friends again and I know, yeah. you know, it's it's weird and like you kind of reconnect with some of those people and I still have reconnected with some of those people, you yeah. know, and that was very cool. That is cool. And then some of it was not cool for that <laughs> same reason, yeah. you know, but yeah, like, sword. right, for sure. But it was certainly a roller coaster ride that was worth the price, price of, for the price of admittance, which was nothing. Yeah. Except for your soul and your <laughs> privacy. Yeah, but that's not very expensive. Well, we don't, we don't ask that. We're only asking like a dollar, two dollars. A dollar. And, and Spenny has got some sizzling, I want sizzling hot um, Patreon content that he's got it in the works that we're going to maybe record it's even true. tonight. And it's it's piping hot. It's sizzling. That is terrible. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> sizzling hot. Uh, it sounds like a sounds like Cinemax or something. <laughs> oh, uh, Spenny's <laughs> sizzling soirees. Yeah, it's too many S's. I think and, uh, it's kind of wonderful, but yeah, yeah that's no, what no, you get for what... like just a dollar a fucking month. No, we lay it all out on the line. If yeah. you guys want an even more uncensored, raw, and and honest, you want to look into our real lives. You want to see the mask come off. Well, you, all you have to do is pay a dollar. All you got to yeah. do is pay a dollar on the Patreon. Yeah, it's like if you went to go see Slipknot, and then all of a sudden they pulled off on the mask, <laughs> and there were just more scarier masks underneath that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. No, we are. We if you are. You only the paid a dollar, then you shit your pants, and you're like, I paid a dollar to shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. But it's and worth now it. I need to clean up. But we sell uh, <laughs> stickers and shirts, so you can use that to clean up the shit. Yeah. get some shirts <laughs> no, we've totally been slinging a bunch of yeah, shirts oh yeah. Greg. Mm, put it out there yeah manifest baby I wish we had some like popping fucking beats to go bum, by bum, while we were. yeah <laughs> tour dates coming up miami bum, bum, no we bum, i was bum, thinking bum. that maybe we should get put up like a merch booth outside of like new seasons like yeah you know just with our <laughs> podcast up yeah, a merch booth outside of news. What if what if we did that? Just like started like opening up like merch booths <laughs> and like just for, for like something for for people. That, no one knows that it would just be tests of everything. Just like totally, there are probably people out there that like hate recording for their podcast. You know what I'm saying? But they are so good at merch. Yeah. They're like, oh, I love my design. I love this. I oh, want yeah. coffee cups, and they have just like everything. Is mm-hmm. you see them? Yeah, oh, I've, those exist absolutely. There were podcasts that had like way less views than us and had not been going nearly as long as us and you look at their studio and they'd have like these nice posters and like plushies of their mass characters and like oh my god like that's kind of what you want to do is you want to have like a yeah. I don't know 
but it's awesome. I love everybody, and I'm not being judgmental. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna say goodnight before it gets. Okay. Gets, yeah. Gets nasty. I was we gonna take wanna, it down the nasty path. path. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Discuss the Universe is recorded in the IDTU studios located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.